Welcome to the Dusty Jobs Podcast from Imperial Systems. Industry knowledge to make your job easier and safer. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dusty Jobs Podcast. Uh, today we have Tom Frangelo joining us again. How are you doing, Tom? Great, Donovan. How are you? Good. We're glad to have you on again this season. And uh, so, Tom, tell us a little bit about your role here at Imperial. And then we'll get into what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. Uh, my role is director of sales and marketing, uh, kind of a role I've been doing for a long time uh, within the industry here at Imperial Systems for four years now, just yeah. about four years next month. Yeah. So going great. We've had a great, successful four years since I've been here, starting before I was here with growth and uh, taking off great year last year. This year is going fantastic. Yeah, and you, you still help out with sales, right? You help cover some, some of our uh, area out there, help us help all the regional reps with uh, issues or things that come up, right? I do. Yeah. I, I kind of help uh, work with all of our territory managers, sales engineers, yeah. aftermarket, and then I have my own territory out west, the western part of the United States and, and down in uh, Latin America. Yeah, not only overseeing things, but also still hands-on, it's, you're not removed from what's really going on in the industry that much at all. It's the only way to do it. There you, you go. Got to keep in it. That's what we. That's why we love having you around, Tom. Yeah. Because you, you, you do such a great job with all that. So, but also not only in marketing directing, but you have a pretty strong history in the mining fields, right? You you helped out with dust collection and mining for oh, I don't know how many years was that. Yeah, with a previous company, I worked, uh, I actually did all our, our focus markets. So these were things that we got into that required a little bit more specialty within the dust collector itself or mm-hmm. the dust collector system itself. Gotcha. And one of those was mining. Yeah. Um, a lot in Latin America, in the, in the southwestern United States, and in Canada. Right. Yeah, I mean, mining's a big industry. They're doing it everywhere. Yep. But, yeah, so... So today, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to touch a little bit off on, on mining and uh, talk a little bit about your experience, talk a little bit about how Imperial can help um, and just, just what that looks like. So right. so for you personally, you know, we just touched, you've been doing this for a while, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, what's, what's been your experience in mining? What have you seen? Where, where have you been? What, what's happened there? I'd love to hear a little bit of your story of your mining experience. Yeah. Well... You know, we, we at Imperial Systems and, and, and other companies I've been with, we, we've focused on above-ground mining. So I think mm-hmm. most people think mining, you're in a tunnel, you're underground, and of course those exist. Right. Uh, but we focus on the above-ground mining. Gotcha. And, and that creates a huge amount of, of dust and air pollutants as they mine, as they process the ore. And so that's where we come in, providing equipment to control that that dust and air pollution of that processing yeah. um, and you know there's open pit mines all over the world as you mentioned uh, heavy in south america chile uh, peru brazil colombia things like this uh, areas like this uh, plenty in the united states mostly southwestern united states for the ores that we would go after yeah uh, western central western canada uh, over in Indonesia, down in Australia, um, uh, China, th- throughout the world, there's, there's the large open pit mines. Anywhere that there's something valuable that we could use, we get it out of the ground. Absolutely. They're digging there. Right. Right. 
And so we're not talking about, you know, like, a, you know, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves with the coal hat on. They're not like that. Not we're, so much. No. Right. So if we're going, if, if someone who has never been to a mine before, um, let's just say, and, and you would roll up to a mine site, what would we be looking at? A big hole in the ground with the, the roads or, or what are we looking at? A, a massive, massive hole in the ground, um, usually with staggered uh, steps, large steps where they, they start. Uh-huh. And they just continuously go down further and further and further until they get to a point where they can't go anymore. Uh, but they're basically, you know, cutting and blasting and pulling this ore out of the earth. And in an interesting way, um, some people may look at it and think it's terribly ugly because we're somewhat destroying part of the planet, that piece of the planet. Right. Others look at it as a beautiful thing because the things that we're mining go into things that we use every day, and it's got to come from somewhere. Right. So if it's done right, it's not necessarily a terrible thing. But a lot of these mines are in beautiful places. They're remote, but they, they can be a beautiful place if you, if you look at it in the right way. And I'm sure a lot of these places, I mean, we've, I've seen a lot of surface mining around Pennsylvania. And, and as long as the recovery's done well, you might not even know anything was there in the first place. Yeah, and these are these are so massive though that uh, you know they're gonna, they're going to be there for for a long time, and, right. and 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 you're not going to hide them down the road. So maybe that's some of the negative about it, but uh, but it's it's part of things that human beings, I guess, have to do. You know, we we have to take care of our natural resources, but hopefully utilize them in the right way because they go into all the things that every human being, almost every human being, utilizes in their right. life. So what are some of the mines you've been to in the past? What were they, what were they digging there? Yeah, well, we, we focused previously, and, and even with Imperial Systems, we'll focus mostly on the copper mines. Mm. Um, copper's huge, you know, goes into a lot of different components and products. Um, and, and so the copper mines, I've been to many. I've been to many mines in, uh, in Arizona and in Nevada and in British Columbia and in Chile and Peru and in Mexico. Um, and uh, also gold mines, yeah. Um, some silver, so there's the precious metals, but but copper is kind of the the the, the go-to mine for what we focus and concentrate. We can really help out a copper mine. It Absolutely, like what you're saying there. Yeah. So so you go to a copper mine. There's this hole in the ground. They're pulling out copper. And then what's the next step? What's the next thing that happens? Is that where the where the dust really starts to get created, or well, the, the dust is created where they're processing. So they're taking out ore and then they're processing it down. So it goes through a, a crushing, a, a primary, a secondary, tertiary crushing. There's screening plants. Yeah. Uh, there's mills. There's ball mills and things like that. And, and, and especially the crushing side and the screening side all requires dust collection. So they're pulling this ore out of the ground. They're bringing it up to the top of the pit. And then... I mean, they don't want to truck all of that somewhere else, right? So right there on site, they're starting to process that Correct. product and get what is the actual product that they need out of it, the useful product on site. Correct. So that's where it goes into a, a mill or a grinder. Am I, am I saying all this correct? Yeah, that's, that's correct. It goes into a, uh, a, a crushing and then screening and then conveying uh, a, a, until it gets to the product that they create there 
that is then set off or sent off for further processing. Gotcha. Um, and it, 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 it's massive. It's massive that the, the vehicles that are, they, they do have, you mentioned the roads. There's roads all over the mines, mm -hmm. right? These roads are made for trucks that are as big as this room. Wow. Okay. We're, we're, for, you can't see it, but we're in a pretty big we're room. We're in a pretty here. big room. And height wise, width wise, length wise, that's how big some of these trucks are and even larger. And um, I think it, I've seen some of those tires going down the highway. They're like 10 foot tires. It, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're massive. Yeah. Very expensive, very heavy duty, very, uh, a lot of maintenance that has to go into these things, as you can imagine. Um, if you go to some of these mining shows, they have a lot of these mining, sh you know, trade shows yeah. out, out in Las Vegas and other places. And, and you don't, you, you walk around there in awe if you've never seen it before because of how huge these pieces of equipment are. Um, it can be a very, the uh, Tonka trucks, right? We're talking about Tonka trucks, big, but big Tonka, slightly trucks. bigger than the old Tonkas <laughs> we used to play with, but yeah, that's what they look like. Um, potentially very dangerous place. Oh, yeah. Because of the fact that you're, these things are riding around and they're, they're doing a job. And so if you're there visiting to analyze and help assess and see what's needed, very strict rules and regulations through MSHAW that you have to go through, get trained on before you can just, you don't want to be out in an open pit mine not knowing what you're doing and where you're going. Right. They can run over, these trucks can run over a pickup truck and not even know it. Oh wow! Not even know it. Yeah, and that's happened unfortunately. So the so there's that much material. It takes a truck that big to bring this material up, and then it starts to get processed, and then that is that where a dust collector comes in, and, and so they're starting to take all of these things and they're crushing them, and then that's where all this byproduct is coming off. And am I am I getting through this? Yeah, process pretty pretty right? much. These trucks dump, and and then this this ore is dumped into an area of the primary crusher. These are often gyratory crushers. Mm. So you got a big hole basically, and this and the and the ore falls in in big pieces, and this thing just kind of gyrates and turns, and it's all size reduction mm. all the way down the gotcha. line. Gotcha. Until you get to a. a, 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 a a product that you can actually process. Gotcha. Yeah. So during the, each step of that process, there's dust that's created. Massive amounts. Right. And that's where we, as Imperial Systems, with a, with a dust collector, can help to cut down on that process so that people aren't breathing that in. Yeah, and, and that it's not being exposed into the environment mm. as, as much. You know, yeah. years ago, they didn't worry about it, especially because these are a, a lot of remote areas. Right. But a lot of, in the United States, the EPA, same thing, similar in Canada, and now in Latin America for years now, they've been, they've been cracking down on that. So where you cannot create all this particulate that's just released into the environment. You gotcha. have to control it. Yeah. And they test it and they make sure you're doing it right and, and all these things. So it's a very important part of the process. So it's not only helping the health by capturing this, it's not only helping the health of those workers that are in close proximity to the equipment, but also basically everybody else in the world. Who, yeah, the environment. Yeah, the environment, which we all depend on and enjoy. Yeah. Yep. So man. So 
when you're looking at that, I mean, what are we talking about as far as what, what can appear when you come to a, a mine site, how could we look at that and help people out? How can we help those employees? How can we continue to help the environment? Well, usually the way it works is there's an engineering firm involved. So if they're going to put in a, a new mine or if they're replacing uh, some of the equipment that's already on the mine, mm -hmm. you know, they, that like in a lot of industries, they'll come out with a spec that says, okay, we know how much air volume we need. Mm. We know what air permitting um, we need to meet the qualifications for that. Right. We know if we have space constraints, where this, where we want this thing to go. So we come in and just say, okay, we can meet all that. We can help you there. Of course, put proposals together. Um, most of the time, you know, as you know, as Imperial Systems, we can do everything from build the equipment to install the equipment yeah. to service the equipment. Out there, it's generally just providing the equipment. Gotcha. They've got people on site there that are capable of do, installing, installing pieces of equipment and process equipment much more complicated than the dust collector. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they have a lot of stuff going on there. So we won't get involved too much in that in that side of it like we well, would. Well, we could if someone needed us to. We, we could. Yeah. As we know, we have the capability to do that, but it's not usually the way. It's, it's usually just providing building and providing the equipment to meet the requirements that they have. Now, in this process, the dust that's coming off, is that typically still of some value or is that usually just a refuge dust? Uh, generally refuse, yeah, gotcha. yeah, it, it generally is. That it's a, it's a very fine particulate, which would, why it creates a problem, right? right. Very, you know, respirable, mm. um, bad for the environment in that it's a very fine, uh, you know, PM10, PM2.5, th those things that, that, that the industry talks about. Right. That's what you're getting into. That's what we're collecting. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, Tom, they have these giant equipment all over the mine, right? These trucks right. are driving around. I mean, those have to be creating dust on their own, right? Just blowing around these mines, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, and uh, there's a couple ways that, that we address that or, or that they address it and we can help them. Uh, one is they do constantly put water spray on the roads. Yeah. You know, and that's not something we do. They call it dust control. It is dust control, but it's a misting dust control for roads. And, and uh, they do a lot of that, and it's needed, okay, because a lot of these places are, are in places that don't get a lot of rain. Yeah. So they have to make their own rain. So that's one aspect of it. The, the, the other aspect is, yes, you can imagine there's, there's huge power supply requirements, transformer vaults, and then a lot of motor control centers oh, yeah. that are operating all this uh, all this equipment, this, this grinding and processing equipment and pulverizing equipment. And those are always in large rooms, uh, vaults, transformer vaults. Right. And one of the things we do is provide dust collectors on the outside of those rooms that take ambient air, clean it, and put it into those rooms to keep positive pressure in those rooms uh. and keep the dust out so it's so this is not a dust collector that's collecting dust off a process it's providing clean air into a space that needs to be eliminated it can't have any dust in there exactly yeah and, and i can imagine as things are getting more automated there's there's more robotics involved in things that you know computers i mean my com 
how often they tell you to blow out your computer at home, right? right. If it starts acting a little funny, you know, you got to clean it out. I can only imagine with giant trucks driving around and digging up the earth, that's that's got to be creating something that's just... Well, right. And then you have these electrical rooms that, that there's there's the possibility of dust gets in there, of, of arc fires oh. and, 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 and those sorts of nasty things. And so you want to keep that dust out of there. And there's no real way to do that effectively over the years they've used a lot of HVAC type filters to try to process that air and keep it clean. So much dust that those HVAC filters get overwhelmed and there's a huge cost to replace those, sometimes daily, certainly weekly. So you put a dust collector in there, you know, that's, that's, that's cleaning itself, keeping that heavy load of dust to a minimum. And then you take that clean air that's coming out of it, pressurize that building. Yeah keeps the dust out oh so you're putting a positive pressure on it so that any air that's trying to you're actually trying to keep the air out it's 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 making it almost like an, an air force field yeah you, the, you've probably experienced the you know you open a door and you get kind of a feel of of air that's coming out to you yeah that's that's positive pressure in that particular room where it's really hard to open the door and then that's negative of course yeah and in this case you want positive to keep the dust from from coming in right Right. So that's an important aspect of it. We do a lot of that in, in mining, in, in other industries too, but, but in mining out there, it's really important. Yeah, because, you know, if, uh, if the HVAC system goes down or, you know, you're changing those fil- I can only imagine how much time that takes for someone to change the filters, make sure they're running right. And then if your unit goes down, your HVAC unit, you have no air circulating in those buildings. Right, right. And then what do you got to do? What are you going to do then? Prop open the door. You don't want to be propping open the door on the on the job site to get not, some air circulating, and then put a fan on it. Not recommended, right? No. So, so then if you have a, a positive pressure dust collector on that, it at least keeps the air flowing through there. It might not be a hundred percent conditioned air, but it's something. Yeah. To keep those controls. We, we've even we've even even tied it together with uh, with conditioned air. There is a way to to do that, mm-hmm. but but oftentimes it's really just there. They will condition it, mm-hmm. and then we will keep air going in there that keeps it pressurized, positive flow, right. keep that dust away from those uh, those those controls and yeah. and transformers. And then if you if you already have these uh, units on other parts of your process, why not just have all the same filters for everything? Right, you have one unit, you know how they all service. You can have all the same filters. I gotta imagine that's gotta help the maintenance guys out there just know how they're working on. Sure just enough. one piece of equipment as opposed to trying to figure out everything. Yeah, and as you know, we supply cartridge filters for all makes of dust collectors. So right. not, you know, we can certainly supply the, the hardware, the equipment to do this. But if they have something out there already, usually we can supply the filters that go in those too. That's true. Yeah, we can help you out with any part of the process that you need there. So. Absolutely. So if someone's out there right now and they're looking at, they're working at a mine or they're uh, looking at maybe upgrading some equipment at a mine or, or designing a whole new process for a mine. I mean, we could help out with all that, right, Tom? We certainly can. Yeah. So. And, and, and the beauty of our equipment, as you know, uh, mining is a very heavy-duty, robust, harsh environment. And so both the, the dust that we're collecting and, and outside of the equipment. So the fact that we make our equipment standard is very heavy-duty, standard powder-coated, uh, standard components that can take that kind of harsh environment we, 
it lends itself to exactly what we do. Oh, yeah. Uh, at Imperial, we build things that are able to hand up to the element, hold up to the elements, and then handle some abuse. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely do that. So is there, um, if there's anybody out there and they're listening, they're just getting into mining or they're, they're new on a job site, mm-hmm. I mean, would you have any advice for them on, you know what I mean, uh, what's a, like, just to watch out for their personal health? What would you say? Yeah, I mean, you know, they have a whole uh, selection of PPE that most of these people have to wear depending on the, 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 the process or the job that they're doing. Uh, so those are all those are all controlled by the mine site themselves. And if those people don't comply with a lot of those operating parameters and, and controls, then they usually get asked to leave. Ah. So they're they're doing things oftentimes proper to begin with. But but when they're creating these massive amounts of dust clouds and things by the process, then that's where we come in and provide the equipment that further helps them stay safe and healthy and, and, and again, helps the environment stay safe, stay safe, safe and healthy. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, this is a great intro into mining and what we can do to help out. Um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to follow up with or say or... Um, nothing in particular other than, as you mentioned, we, we, uh, I, I firmly believe we have the equipment, the best equipment in the industry to address these mining dust problems. And, uh, you know, we look forward to helping anybody we can, whether it's the engineering side, whether it's the end user side or anywhere in between in, in solving those problems and helping, helping people stay healthy and the environment stay healthy. Well, sounds good. Tom, I just want to say thanks again for coming on. And uh, everyone out there, if you want to learn more about Imperial Systems, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok. Um, We have just about every social platform out there. So I appreciate you guys listening. And uh, I just want to say stay healthy and stay safe. And we'll catch up with you again next time. Thanks for listening to the Dusty Jobs Podcast. Breathe better, work safer.